0: Everyone, it's Tempe This Week, the podcast. I'm Chris Baxter Ging, and today we're going to be talking about all the amazing special events that you can experience this fall. The weather is eventually going to cool off. I don't know, it's 116 today as we record this episode, but eventually it will get cool. We have an exciting lineup of guests today ready to share what's happening, so you can mark your calendars and learn more. Then the fall events are going to happen, and we're going to be so excited to be outside.
1: Cette semaine, le podcast, Tempe the podcast.
0: Who do we have here and what are you doing? Uh,
2: Mike O'Hara. I do work with uh, Tempe Sister Cities. I am one of the co-event producers for the Four Peaks Octoberfest at Tempe Town Lake. Um, I have two other co-chairs with that. That would be Paul Sheard and uh, Lauren Lamoury.
0: Amazing.
1: I'm Kim Demerit, the director of events with Downtown Tempe. And
3: hi, I'm Jenny Leone from the City of Tempe's
0: special events team. Thank you all so much for being here today. So we're recording here today from the historic Hackett House, which serves as the home base for Tempe's sister cities. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. So the Hackett House has been here since 1888. Um, it originally was a you know just a farm a farmhouse that then later turned into a bakery at one point in its lifespan. Um, It's been a place where people coming across Tempe, because at the time, Mill Avenue had the flour mill, but it was also the spot of Hayden's Ferry. So if you were gonna cross the Salt River, you had to come through downtown Tempe and you'd cross at the ferry just down the road here. And Hackenhouse had a place for horse corral for travelers to stay, but it also was the bakery and the first bakery in Tempe, which would make sense being that we had a flour mill here. Um, but it's really a, a really cool old historic building it's really just two actual buildings that are the existing historic buildings we're currently in what would have been the um, tack shop slash you know horse stable up in the front up there where the actual Hackenhouse House gift shop is is where the bakery would have been and the family lived above so it has this really cool aesthetic that uh, kind of set the tone for downtown Tempe of red brick, brick structures it's got a giant surround porch because air conditioning you went up to the second story and you hung out on the screen porch and it's just a great iconic part of tempe along with the mill avenue bridge and the mill it's just one of those things that when you think of tempe you think of this building and everybody's seen it but maybe not everybody knows what it is
0: and it's beautiful i mean you have all the sister city flags out front and that fun retail shop that helps benefit the the charity and i just love coming in here and, and Poking, poking around the shelves and looking at things and finding new gifts to take people.
2: And it's very seasonal, too. So as we go into the holiday months, the, it'll switch out to be kind of the October spooking house, and then it, we turn into Christmas. So it's really a great place. You can come pick up those little memoirs of the city of Tempe to remind you at the holidays of things that have happened. You know, tourists come through, they'll, they'll pick things up and remember Tempe for that reason.
0: Mike, can you tell us a little bit about Tempe Sister Cities and what happens here at the Hackett House?
2: Yeah. So, Tempe Sister Cities is a organization that is affiliated with the United Nations. Um, it was a program that was set up by Eisenhower um, way back when to basically create um, a sense of community globally. The theory being that coming out of World War II, communities that can reach across the island, speak to each other in other nations, and directly have citizen, you know, uh, programs like that are less likely to have war and all sorts of things that that uh, you know had plagued the, the world at that point. Um, the organization's mission is to provide person-to-person citizen diplomacy through cultural and educational professional exchange programs um, to develop global leaders, uh, promote mutual respect, friendship for the, uh, uh, for the city of Tempe and our, also in our sister cities. Uh, currently we have 11 sister cities. Um, we started back in 1971 with Skopje, North Macedonia. Uh, and then added Regensburg, Lower Hutt, New Zealand, uh, Zhenjin, China, Timbuktu, Mali, Bel in France, Carlo, Ireland, Cuenca, Ecuador, Cusco, Peru, Peru Trollhut in Sweden, and Agra City, India. Uh, so we have quite a collection of, of sister cities. And in those sister cities, we accomplish this mission through student exchanges, uh, youth group programs, educator exchanges, um, professional exchanges, and also operations at the Hackett House, which um, really, it's more than a gift shop. It really includes you know, a host of classes featuring, featuring cultural immersion, immersion for Tempe students um, so they can learn about our sister cities. Um, They host cultural dinners here at Hackenhouse as well. They also bring in international chefs for those dinners, local chefs. They try and basically recreate that culture that they're featuring for that evening. Um, It's also an event venue for downtown Tempe. So if you have weddings or organizational meetings you want to have, it's a great backdrop. It's a really nice old building. Um, It goes back to 1888. And it's one of the oldest buildings in Tempe. It's on the Historic Register. So it's right in the middle of downtown and it's just a great little spot.
0: I have been to some of those cultural dinners they are amazing i mean the food is great but the people are just so interesting and i have to ask have you ever been on one of the exchanges have you ever visited any of our sister cities i
2: have i have visited our sister cities i've been to regensburg germany and actually the oktoberfest because that's one of the things i'm responsible for and the organization is producing that um our co-chair for the event paul sheard he's also a former president of the organization went to zenzhen china in the early two thousand, was part of the program. And he he's benefited a lot from that. It's actually made pathways in understanding his international business that he operates now.
0: That's fantastic. Do you think there's a real value in those student exchanges?
2: There are. Um, you know, we talk to people who've been on the exchange over the years. Actually, one of our title sponsors, uh, Four Peaks, one of the wives of the founders was on an exchange student uh, trip way back when, and that kind of led them to drawing closer to us and us closer to them as an organization.
0: That's amazing. So we all know you best for Oktoberfest, way mm-hmm. out west, Oktoberfest. It's been around for, I want to say, more than 20 years in Tempe? Uh, it's 50. Uh, yeah, okay. We were so, on
2: to year 51 at this point. So way more than 20 <laughs> Yeah. <years. laughs> yep.
0: Um, tell, me about, you know, tell me about this coming year. Um, what, what are we looking forward to?
2: So, as always with our event, you know we have great food, uh, rides, local entertainment, and of course, you know Fort Peaks Beer, You can't miss that. Um, we've got uh, all kinds of events going on. Uh, we host the Frank Kush Running for the Brats, um, so there's a, an actual race that takes place um, that benefits the Frank Kush Foundation and Tempe Sister Cities. Um, that would be a 5K, 10K, and a one-mile race that happens Saturday mornings during the event. Um, we have we're famous for our wiener dog races, as everybody here knows. Um, I hear that we'll be giving some uh, stuff into a gift giveaway for you guys. There's a wiener dog hat. Yes. <laughs> um, we also have a Stein holding contest during the event. Uh, we have the broad eating contest, celebrity broad eating contest. Um, very loose rules. Always a good time. It's actually really really fun. Um, there's uh, local bands Uh, we've got a really good lineup of mostly local talent for that the food um, obviously the brats we have fraser shows new this year they're going to bring in the carnival food that everyone loves to have at the event but uh, as always you know we try to keep everything as local as we can so our bands are really great local talent Uh, you get some really good just community feel out of it and of course we have the great backdrop of tempe town lake and you really can't beat that as a venue space
0: that's wonderful. Beyond having a great event for the community, which is amazing in and of itself, it's a fundraiser. How does this benefit Sister Cities?
2: It it brings in eighty percent of our operational budget. Um, so the Four Peaks October Fest presented by uh, Bet MGM um, is benefiting Tempe Sister Cities, and that that impact to the community is is that like, It's really hard to quantify. We sat down and actually crunched the numbers with some help from the Downtown Authority and Tempe Tourism. And the impact of it is about $335,000 to local businesses outside of just the charity's operational budget, because we try and bring in as many local community companies as we can. So people like SLFX, which is Tempe-based, uh, sound and lighting company does all our stage rigging. Uh, Team Security, Tempe-based security company does all our event security and staffing for that. But realistically, we couldn't fund what we do as far as our community outreach, our programs where we have um, the kids that come in and pack um, packages for project care to do humanitarian relief and things like that. That really comes out of Oktoberfest. And it started as a fundraiser. It started as a potluck in the basement of the library 50 years ago to send one student abroad to our first sister city in Skopje, Macedonia. And then it's just, as Tempe has, it's just grown and gotten bigger and more people are attracted to it every year, you know, just like the city of Tempe.
0: So this is definitely the premier Oktoberfest in the Valley, right?
2: It is, and we've actually been listed as a top 10 Oktoberfest in the entire country.
0: That's amazing.
2: So going from potluck to that with 1,500 volunteers that show up at our event to be, to be supported by the community is actually really amazing.
0: And you're still taking volunteers, right?
2: We are. Uh, Fourpeaksoktoberfest.com spelled spelt with a K, and the traditional german style is where you can find us and you can you can sign up to volunteer there and you can also find out all the information about all the bands we have the schedules of races you know things like post race we're going to have yoga in the park so not only frank kush race but some you know detox retox happening down there for us on saturday and sunday mornings
0: so the key message that i'm taking away from this is come down have a brat have a beer you're doing good
2: yeah and your money stays local you Excellent. know, as much money as we can put back in the community is what we do.
0: Any last thoughts on uh, Celebration?
2: Yeah, as, as always, you know, please think before you drink. You know, know how you're going to get home. Uh, Waymo's an official partner for us this year. They're going to be our official rideshare partner. We're setting up an area where they can load and unload. But as always, Tempe has some of the best mass transit of any city in phoenix you know we have the light rail to get here from around the valley trolley car to move you around in downtown tempe and also some great bus service so please just think ahead you know think about everybody else and just be responsible
0: wonderful well thank you so much for everything so from wiener dog races to events at tempe beach park and festival of the Arts. We have Kim Demerit joining us to talk about all the events you can catch downtown this fall. Hey, Kim. Hey there. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. I am so excited. Second Sundays on Mill is coming back this month. Tell us all about it. What is it? What are we doing? Yeah, so starting on October 8th, we'll
1: have Second Sundays on Mill, which will run through um, April. It's from 10 to 3, and we have about 100 different um, artist vendors that will be there, along with a variety of entertainment Um, from live musicians that are you know local to the Tempe area and for like our October event we will have um, a talent show stilt walkers hula hoopers different uh, just different talent that we're showcasing Stilt walkers yes (laughs) oh
0: my god I can't wait to be there for people who don't know about Second Sundays on Mill they might think that it's like a standard farmers market or something really small But it's like a third of the size of the Festival of the Arts.
1: Yeah, that's correct. So we um, utilize Mill Avenue from Third Street to University and line it with market vendors. And then we also have a variety of programming that takes place each month, including a pop-up roller rink. We have 18 holes of mini golf that's free, uh, Furious Styles, which is a hip hop dance group that's there. So really a variety of things, including every month um, a make and take project with the um, City of Tempe
0: community arts program. And it's free to get in. Yeah. Excellent. So I hear that you also have some things planned for maybe the spooky time of year. Yes, that is true. So
1: on um, Sunday, October 29th, we have the Halloween Stroll, which will be taking place at Ragsdale MLK Park um, from 2 to 5 p.m. So that event is really geared towards families, and it uh, has a variety of crafts and games for kids. We also have a costume contest and then also trick-or-treating at the
0: merchants downtown. That's so much fun. And then a little bit beyond that, um, holidays are special in downtown Tempe. What do you have planned? Well, we have a
1: number of events that are coming up uh, later in the year. So we have the Fantasy of Lights um, Street Parade and Tree Lighting, which will take place on Friday, November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, Then the next weekend, we'll have Tempe Festival of the Arts, Uh, So a three-day art festival with about 350 artists, a variety of entertainment and musicians and programming uh, geared towards children. Then the following weekend, we'll have the Fantasy of Lights Boat Parade on December 9th at Tempe Beach Park. Um, And then we'll also be having a menorah lighting event.
0: Wonderful. You know, there are always reasons to come to downtown Tempe, regardless of whether there's an event or not. I mean, there's restaurants, there's clubs, there's retail shops, but the events that you host they are extra, they bring in a lot of people, and frankly, they bring in a lot of economic impact. Can you tell us about
1: that? Yeah, that's correct, so the impact of our special events and really all special events that happen in the downtown area um, is crucial for the downtown economy. The events that take place in the downtown area, they attract um, both visitors and tourists. They increase the spending that is um, that takes place in the downtown area at restaurants and bars and recreation. Uh, They create a positive community identity. And just for example, um, TFA alone, that has an economic impact of just under $14 million.
0: That's amazing. And I also think that it gives people who might be telecommuting another reason to come down to downtown and come to work.
1: Exactly. It's always something something new to see and do.
0: Excellent. Kim, have you ever read a book that really changed your life?
1: Oh, I really enjoy reading. So I feel like I've read a number of memoirs that really stick with me. Um, just hearing about other people's stories and the adversity that they've overcome.
0: So we have this amazing collective moment for our entire community during One Tempe, One Book this October. We're asking Tempeans to come together to read, learn, share, and engage about the same book, Disability Visibility, edited by Alice Wong. The library is going to be hosting events and conversations all month long, so you can stop in, pick up a free copy at one of the designated locations around the city, and check out the full event lineup at tempepubliclibrary.org onebook one book. What do you think? You in? Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We are super excited to have Jenny Leone here today. Jenny works with our Tempe Special Events team, and they're the team in charge of permitting and working alongside our event planners to bring all those amazing events that we have to life in our public spaces. Now, you are not new to the podcast. You were with us last season a couple of times, too. Thank you for returning.
3: Yeah, thank you, Chris. I'm excited to be back for season two.
0: What sort of fun events can we see happening all over the city this fall?
3: Well, in addition to the lovely list that Kim already mentioned, and then Mike with Oktoberfest. We have on Sunday, September 11th, Healing Fields, Friday, uh, Free Art Friday at the Edna Arts Courtyard, starting on uh, September 15th, and that's a a year-long series, so you could go to our Tempe Arts, City Arts uh, website to get that calendar of Free Art Fridays. We have uh, Boots in the Park at Tempe Beach Park on September 22nd and 23rd. Um, Iron Man 70.3 on Sunday, October 22nd and on Saturday, November 11th we have our Veterans Day Parade.
0: So basically you handle a lot of special events for the whole city. What's happening at Qantas Park?
3: We have our Movies in the Park series kicking off uh, in October for every Friday in October. Um, The movie lineup consists of Toy Story on October 6th, Lightyear on October 13th, Ratatouille, and then we end the series with E.T. and also our Halloween Boo Bash, which is a a free family fun event for... just families to gather, free face painting, train rides, carnival ride games on that event, even a Halloween costume contest. We always have um, our Playmobil from Community Services out there doing fun activities for the kids and um, just a, a fun overall neighborhood event that people can just enjoy in the fall.
0: Tempe is really known as a great place to host an event. If I had an idea you know, for, for my own event, what would I need to do to make that dream a reality?
3: Our special events office is unique that we are um, actually an office um, with uh, four different coordinators assigned to different areas within Tempe. So the first step would be reaching out to the coordinators, just making sure, um, one, the location and the event date is available for that dream that you're trying to produce. And then we would just walk you through the permitting process in order to get that, all of those permits and licenses um, obtainable within that time frame. We help you through that process. We have a special events task force committee that's assigned to each event to help, you know, get all of those documents in in place and in line for a safe event. One thing I do want to mention, it does take at minimum 60 days out from your event. So if you do have that dream that you want to bring to Tempe, make sure it's at least 60 days out from (laughs) from that date.
0: One last question. What's the one event that you are most excited about seeing this fall?
3: Well, uh, we have actually a new event coming to Kiwanis Park. It's um, called the Lost Kingdoms, and it, it will be a two-week long event um, where Kiwanis Park will be turned into this Jurassic world of exhibits where they're interactive and they're like 20 feet tall dinosaurs that just interact with you as you walk. So you could literally go and rent the paddle boats out at Kiwanis Park and then just enjoy the dinosaur exhibit and, or just walk around the lake and then do that as well. I'm so there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Thank you for everything. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. So we asked Jenny what her favorite fall activity is going to be. Kim, what's yours?
1: I just love Second Sundays on Mill. Um, I really feel like there's something for everyone there, whether it's uh, shopping at the market vendors, uh, listening to entertainment or partaking in the different activities uh, that we have at the event. And even though the event does repeat monthly, um, each event is unique with a different theme and unique programming to that theme.
0: Wonderful. Mike, anything about Oktoberfest that you really love?
2: Oh, it's the bands, it's the music. It's hearing that band before they break out national. You know, We've got over 30 bands that will take stage during our three-day event. Um, some great local headliners, um, Hollywood Gods and Monsters, the Insta-Classics, uh, Black Bottom Lighters, Superhero Band, Southern Ways, Rock Lobster, um, the, the uh, Miles Neals and the Rusted Hearts. I mean, they're just great local talent, you know, some really big stage acts, some real small stage acts, but also, and forgive my German, because I'm going to ruin this with my accent, <laughs> but we fly in every year from Regensburg, Germany, a local polka band. Um, it is the Das Albach Tal Sextet, <laughs> and they've been coming out for about 25 years now, so they come out with our brass section, later and the whole bit, and they just lead impromptu to beer garden, you know, drinking songs throughout the entire event, and really add that authentic German culture that, you know, you don't get to see at other Oktoberfests around the valley.
0: Everything sounds like so much fun. And it sounds like we're gonna have packed calendars this fall and how fantastic to be here at Historic Hackett House today. We have a special treat for one lucky listener. Tempe Sister Cities runs a gift store full of all sorts of great items from Tempe swag to household goods to local treats. And it all benefits Sister Cities. One lucky listener is going to win a gift card and a wiener dog hat. So come check out the historic house and the store, but go to Tempe.gov this week and answer the first question correctly and you'll have a chance to win. The other thing is, is we've got our grand prize for the season. The Omni Tempe Hotel at ASU is putting up an overnight stay. Listen every week, answer all the trivia questions for the whole season correctly and you could win. Plus, while you're there entering the contest, check out the episode's bonus materials. We've picked out some great books and materials, and uh, we'll have videos there and photos from today. Check it all out. Thanks so much. Have a great week. 10p
1: This Week, the podcast.